Good morning. Hello. This is Dee Dee Banks, and I thank you for coming in to sit at my table in my sanctuary. God is so good. It's a beautiful May 2021, and we thank the Lord for the sunshine. We thank the Lord for the sun warming us up, the S-O-N, the Son of God, and the S-U-N, the Son that He created life, is so beautiful. Life is what we make it. May is the mental health month, and to me, every day of the year is a mental health day, but America is focusing on our mental health. So I want to make sure that I share some information with you uh, that I have been studying and um, talking to people about um, their mental health and people who have uh, been giving me um, information and blessing me with scripture and um, things from the Lord that I need to know that I can share with you also. Uh, Anyway, uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention to you, I failed to mention um, in January because I was off the grid in January due to uh, personal circumstances that I had to endure. Uh, But anyway, number one is African Americans need to have health insurance. It's very, very important. I didn't realize um, um, how important it is uh, to have uh, not health insurance. Well, health insurance, yes, that is number one. You need to have health insurance. And now, our, with our new President Biden, um, he has made it easier for minorities to get health insurance. When Trump was in, it was very difficult. But now Biden has um, reopened the opportunity for anyone to have health care. Uh, Due to the pandemic that we're in, a lot of people became ill. We lost many, many, many lives um, due to uh, this pandemic, the virus, Corona uh, corona 19. Um, And it's important that we all have health insurance. That's number one. Number two is a life insurance policy. Just imagine this. If each and every minority had life insurance, especially African Americans, there would be less killing killings of black people. You know why? Because life insurance policies a lot of people get rich off of. And so if we start investing in life insurance policies, I truly believe that things would change this country because we don't, a lot of us don't, as African Americans, don't have a life insurance policy. And when you become of age to work 18, 19, 20, 21, after you get out of college, even in college, 
it's very inexpensive to get you a life insurance policy. That is very, very important. It protects your family. Um, you uh, you won't leave behind family debt uh, for uh, burials and um, just things uh, your family members can can be um, assisted with upon you having a life insurance policy. So that is a tip. Uh, my son and I we were having a conversation and he brought it up um, and brought it to my. Uh, mind that we as blacks don't have uh, enough of us um, don't have life insurance policies and I noticed that uh, the the rich in our country the Caucasians their wealth comes from life insurance policies inheritance from their family members their their parents and their grandparents and so have you and so and real estate so those three things I've noticed has created a lot of wealth for the Caucasians in the United States and also investing investing is very important too but the main thing that I pay very close attention to is real estate uh, inheritance from their family members and life insurance policies. They start them very young on all their children. Um, Everyone has a life insurance. Most of them have life insurance policies. So when someone passes away, they inherit wealth from that. Okay, when you get million dollar uh, life insurance policies or, you know, millions of dollars worth. You start out very young. That's how they establish wealth. So I just wanted to bring that up to you, how important it is. As a, When you're young, it's cheaper. So you teach your children to get life insurance policies for uh, themselves if they have children. Uh, the beneficiaries and so have you. That needs to be set up and in order. Uh, another thing I wanted to just talk about, I'm going to start talking about um, our life experiences and uh, trauma bonds in our lives. And um, as a woman, uh, many of us African-American women, minority women, we have encountered a lot of trauma bonds. And trauma bonds are life experiences, things that happen uh, to us. And what happens is, as we go through our lives and and uh, we go through trauma uh, from from birth, uh, we have a tendency to bury them uh, very deeply. We suppress them, and we walk around as though we're we're normal people because the world has made us feel this way. And we, instead of living up to God's expectations of us. We live up to the world's expectations, and the world's expectations uh, make us feel that having feelings are bad, and crying is bad, and and uh, you know, so we uh, suppress them. And I heard something the other day. Uh, someone said that we are men dressed up in skirts, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty deep." men dressed up in skirts because we suppress our emotions because if we come forth with our emotions we're considered angry 
angry black uh, women. Um, you know, we we're, we get these bad names upon us, and so we try to cover this up because we don't want these uh, the world standard of names being put upon us. But upon us, but we have got to express ourselves. Many of us have had broken hearts. And when you have broken hearts and you suppress that brokenness, you know, all you do is just, it comes out in, in ways that that will not be uh, an appropriate time for them to come out. And as I, and as I said in my last uh, podcast, we have to stand in the trauma. Uh, we have to ask the Lord to reveal it. And once it's revealed, once he reveals it to us, we have to stand in it. We have to face it because things that we bury does not die. They fester. Okay. And we'll never, ever, ever be happy if we don't address these issues. And we won't be able to have happy, successful relationships with men or friends, girlfriends. And so it's important that we try to really, really do some um, soul searching and make sure that we have a healthy state of mind. Okay, I wanted to also uh, talk about being a queen. I talk about that quite often because we are queens, okay? In the Bible, it talks about queens and we are queens, Okay, queens of the earth. And a queen is not a title. It's your mindset and your disposition. Okay, so a queen is a leader, a strong leader. And it's what your mindset is and your disposition. Okay, that's very, very important. A lot of people, they walk around saying, I'm a queen, I'm a queen, I'm a queen. And... They have no idea what a queen is and because they look at it as a title, but it's your state of mind, okay? So, you know, you have to have a healthy state of mind. You have to be intentional. You have to know who you are and whose you are and you have boundaries and this is what, what queen status is and every one of us are queens. Uh, We start out being princesses and we turn into queens as you get older and you start developing yourself. That's why uh, healthy self-esteem is very, very important in our lives. Amen. Um, I have a hot topic that I wanted to bring up and uh, it is about uh, narcissism. And the reason why I talk about narcissists and uh, what narcissism is, is because our country, well, the world is, um, uh, I have to say, uh, built around. Uh, they, the majority, a lot of people have this disorder and it has not been addressed. That's why mental health, having a healthy mental state of mind is very important and soul searching who you are is very important. And you have to make sure that you're not a part of uh, being a narcissist and have a narcissist 
narcissistic characteristics because it's very damaging not only to yourself but it's damaging to other people and it is everywhere Uh, most I tell you if you have 10 people in your circle I promise you at least eight of them are narcissists Uh, and that's just a reality of how life is because this is how the world has um, uh, created the minds of the people the world standards has and people have developed this and it starts from birth it starts from how you were raised from your parents and so on and so on so it's something that's been developed from your childhood so I wanted to um, um, bring up what makes a narcissist love someone so you this is what makes a narcissist if you run across a narcissist and they're attracted to you and they love bomb you and you fall in love with them because you're you uh, your crown is crooked and you don't know any better but this is what uh, draws narcissists to people okay and this is how you get entangled in a narcissist world number one Boundaries. The partner they found lacks or has no boundaries for their lying, manipulating, deceitful ways. Number two, caring. If a person is a kind and caring soul, they will latch onto you like white on rice and they will suck the soul right out of you. Number three, history of past abuse. Generally, traumatic childhoods lead to the same in adulthood. Narcissists can sniff out damaged miles away. Number four, putting them on a pedestal. Narcissists love to be told how great they are and how everyone love how everyone else is the problem and not them. Number five. Believing their lies. Anyone that allows them to lie, cheat, physically assault, gaslight, manipulate, and steal keeps them in the pedestal. Look out. They will dig in deep. Number six. You won't question them. Keep your mouth shut, bitch, and believe the gaslighting I am inflicting. Yep. The love that. The love. Oh, okay. That's love. Okay, I read that from an article that I found from a psychology, from a psychology major, uh, Chris Frayler. Okay, and this is what um, was said was five things that um, makes a narcissist want to be with you and make you think that they are in love with you so you gotta be on your A game you gotta know who you are you gotta know what you're um, uh, coming you know bringing into your life when you meet someone I watched the movie um, this year um, Fall Fall from Grace a Tyler Perry movie and I was just I couldn't even watch it I had to um, I only got halfway through it because I was so angry because of how this gentleman came into this innocent woman's life. She wasn't on her A-game. She was divorced. Her husband, her her ex-husband had uh, left her for another woman. 
and it damaged her and so she was dealing with a trauma bond and she didn't really get healed and delivered from it so when Bobo comes along and Bobo uh, sweeps her off her feet and asks her all the right questions probing her but as she sits in front of him she doesn't ask him any questions or the questions she's asked they weren't enough or the right questions so when you come in contact with people you need to know to ask the right questions for your own healthy state of mind Um, because if you don't ask the right questions you will be uh, bamboozled and tricked into something that you have no uh, aware of you have to have high self-esteem you have to be a queen uh, and and know who you are because um Men are out, certain men are out, well, men are hunters and certain type of men, they're hunting for certain things. And so if you're not on your A game, they are hunting, they ask questions, they study you, they watch you, and they love the no good men. They love those um, with low self-esteem. They love those that don't have boundaries. They love those that let them walk all over them. And you have to respect yourself and know yourself um, to know that uh, we are vulnerable because we all want to be loved. And um, it's normal for us. You know, that's why we were created. We were created to be in love, to get married, to have children. Um, But not all um, have been able to do so due to the trauma bonds from our childhood and you know as black people um, we have been abused for many 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 years mentally physically and financially abused and so this has trickled down and we have developed this attitude uh, of hurting one another Um, black people have hurt each other we have hurt one another women we don't love one another the men we, they don't respect us um, and treat us well. And so there's been a lot of trauma amongst us, but we have to get it together. And the only way to get it together is to get healing. And healing comes from uh, the Lord and deliverance and going to counseling and knowing who you are and really, 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 really do some self-checking, uh, soul-searching if you want to be your best self. Trust me, it's very, very, very important that we uh, we do so. But anyway, I'm not going to go on much further. I just wanted to just uh, bring up a few things that I that uh, came to my mind this morning, and I wanted to talk about them. And I wanted to talk about also one more thing: um, a Zeta male. Be careful about coming in contact with a Zeta male, whether they're, uh, it doesn't matter the race, it's a Zeta male, Z-E-T-T-A male. And a Zeta male is a lowest of social hierarchy of males. Um, they are the run of the litter. They opt out of traditional societal norms of providing and protecting their women and being good husbands. 
They beat rejection with rejection. Zeta males are men who try to beat others to the punch. They are bisexual, straight, gay, and usually part of the dusty or deadbeat mafia. They have mental instability or emotional disorders in a form of narcissism, narcissism, sociopaths, or misogynists, or many personality disorders. They are low-value men, and we must raise our base levels of self-esteem and get our value and self-esteem together before we search for a high value man. Okay. A high value man is a man that uh, will love a woman and respect a woman. Um, And in order to love and respect a woman, as I say, that comes from childhood also. A man must know a woman. He must know the challenges that we face in our lives. We as black women, we're very strong. And a lot of men, um, they view us as um, angry, aggressive, um, you know, big mouth, um, all these things, big butts. Um, a lot of black men, they they don't like. They, they are starting to talk about our weight, our bodies, shape, seeing that we're big and, and, and what have you. But, uh, in all reality, um, you know, a high value man, a good man, a man that is, is of the Lord and, and, uh, he knows the Lord and he knows the word of God. Well, he tries to read the word of God because the only way to know the word of God is to read the word of God. And, uh, you know, if this man does not know Christ, Uh, does not want to love, honor, and treat uh, you with respect. He's a low-value man, but a high-value man. He knows these things. He knows um, that he is to, uh, as he hunts you, he is to serve you, and you are to serve him. It's an equal thing, serving one another in love and true love. They don't lie. They don't cheat. Um, They're ambitious, meaning they know how to provide for you. And you know how to be his helpmate as meet as he provides for you. So uh, don't fall for the okie doke of some of these busters uh, that I I um, see on um, these these um, social media platforms uh, talking about uh, keeping us women in rotation and uh, things that we do. We're low value women and, and what have you. But being a, a high value woman is very important. And a high value woman is a woman who knows who she is and knows who she is. And not in an arrogant manner, in a humble manner where we take care of ourselves. We're mentally healthy. We're physically healthy. You can be the thinnest of the thin. You can get all this plastic surgery, change yourself on the outside. But in all reality, it is a heart matter where your heart is and where your mind is if your heart isn't in the right place and your mind isn't in the right place it doesn't matter how beautiful you are we all are beautiful beauty is in the eyes of God and God sees every one of us as beautiful so you can be thin but still be unhealthy you can be thicker 
a bigger woman, but be healthy. So it just is all, it's all about a heart matter and your mindset. Okay, so just know that we must be high valuable, valuable women who knows how to go to work. You know how to take care of yourself. You know what you need to do to be healthy. You educate yourself in areas that you want to, that, that's going to help you in your life. And college isn't for everyone, but you must educate yourself uh, in areas so that you can be successful. Okay. And, um, you know, you must be Christ centered. That's very, very important. Take care of ourselves. That's what a high value woman is. Okay. Just be healthy because you want to live a long life. You don't want to come down with all these, um, uh, illnesses, uh, because we don't take care of ourselves. So, you know, it's not about your size. It's about being healthy, watching what we eat and exercising and having a a healthy mental state, get counseling, um, be Christ-centered and those type of things is what we need to do to keep us going and stop living by the world standards. Stop letting um, these low-value men dictate to us what's what's, uh, uh, acceptable and what's not acceptable. Please, that is totally out of order. We have to be in charge of our own selves and not let these misogynist men come into our lives and make us dress provocatively, showing your butts, showing your breasts, um, and, and doing sexual acts for them to appease them. And they feel, low value men feel that if you're not appeasing them, that you are not a real woman. And that is a lie. A real woman will not dress provocatively. You do not go out and show everything that you have because a high value man wants a woman who is a classy woman, a woman who covers herself up. Um, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to show all your, our, but we don't need to show our body parts to, to show we have a, a nice body. Uh, the body doesn't represent um, who we are. If you're in shape, it attracts how you value men, but what about your mind and your heart? Um, so, you know, you just Dress appropriately. Dress appropriately for your age. Dress appropriately for womanhood. A queen. Queens do not dress provocatively. I get tied tongue. But anyway, you know, we look at television and and we see breasts hanging out and and, uh, butt showing and all this, you know, showing all your skin. That's television. Okay. That's the world standards. That's that misogynistic attitude from men. And most of that dressing that we do, we don't do, we do it to attract men. And that is out of order for a queen. So study what a real queen is. Read the word of God. God will show you um, exactly how we should be as a woman, not the world. God. We should be modest in everything that we do. Okay. Live our life humbly and modestly. And, uh, and we live for the Lord to please the world. I mean the Lord and not 
the world. I repeat this. We are not here to live up to the world's standards, only to God's standards. We were created by God, and that's who we answer to. If we get that in our minds, our hearts, and our spirits, we'll be we'll be much happier. If we forget about what people think about us um, and stop comparing ourselves to other people, stop comparing yourselves to other people people, their achievements. God has for you what he has for you. And this competitive thing that we have amongst one another, this hatred and this jealousy, it must stop. We must change. Women of the earth, queens of the earth, princesses of the earth, We must change in order to change the world. And we must come together as one in order to change the world. Because women, we are so powerful that we can change the world if we change our mindset. But we are having a hard time because we're so jealous and so competitive and so insecure about ourselves because of our trauma bonds from our childhood, men, misogynists, these no good uh, Zeta men have ruined a lot of us and have broken our hearts where we have found it impossible to change and to move on and we turn on each other. That is a spirit of the devil because God is love. God is love. And when you love God and have God, uh, um, God's spirit, you're able to love everyone, no matter what, especially one another. That's his first, God's first commandment is to love, love your neighbor, neighbor as though you love yourself. Now, if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. So when you don't display love, that means you don't love yourself. You are struggling with the insecurities of, of loving and giving. And that's, that, that's going to be very hard for you. If you cannot get past your trauma bonds, your insecurities, your jealousies, your uh, negative competition that you have, always want to be ahead of somebody, always wanting to outdo somebody. If you meet somebody, you want to only meet them to see what you can do to outdo them. There's so many evil spirits amongst women, and I just beg and ask all women to change. Ask the Lord to search your heart and give you a clean heart and renew a right spirit in you. I promise you, you'll have so much joy in your life if you let it go. Let it go and live for Christ. I tell you, it's it's a wonderful thing. I I am speaking from experience because I came from many trauma bonds. And I've always been a happy and a loving person. But when it came to relationships, I had issues because I did not realize how many trauma bonds that I had buried down in my soul. And I covered them up because I was like, well, that's life. And I moved on. I didn't address them. I suppressed them because I didn't know any better. 
But now that I know better, I have been standing in my trauma bonds. I face them demons because the devil is a liar. God is a healer and God is healing me every day. As the onion is peeling off, you're peeling off the layers of the onion Peeling it off, peeling it off, peeling it off. And so when the time you get down to the core of it all, it brings you so much joy. So just try it. Try it. Trust me. You'll be a better person. Amen. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this beautiful and this glorious day that you have made. Lord, help us. Help us to understand how important it is to be healthy mentally. Our minds have gone astray. We have been in a pandemic, Lord, and and we've lost uh, a lot of um, friends and family members and jobs and our financial situations have been turned upside down. and, And we have been going through some mental challenges, Father God depression and oppression and and all these things has happened to us that has created trauma bonds. Lord, I ask that you search each and every one of our hearts, Lord. Get down into the pit of all these things that the devil is trying to keep us holding on to. We need deliverance from you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, if you can just help us, give us a healthy mind and give us a clean heart, Lord, and give us your spirit. Oh, Lord, we just love you. Just do this for us today. Lord, we love you and we praise you through the good times and through the bad times. We know that your son, Jesus Christ, sacrificed his life and died for us so that we can live. He died for our sins. So, Lord, help us live a life of joy and happiness and peace and remove this sin that is destroying our lives, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We're going to keep on loving you, Lord, in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. That's it, family. I love you with every breath that I take. I hope that you have a wonderful and awesome and blessed day today. God bless.